Celebrity voice impersonation, not an endorsement. Why go to a single furniture store when you can go to Big Sandy Superstore? Shop and compare America's top five mattress brands, plus Nectar and Purple. And choose from over 22,000 in-stock appliances from the top brands at the guaranteed lowest price. Or furnish the room of your dreams with a large selection of American-built furniture. With financing plans for just about anyone, there's nowhere else quite like it. Big Sandy Superstore. Hello and welcome to The Kroger Show. At Kroger, everyone wins when it comes to saving big. Because when you order online through the Kroger app, you get the same great prices, deals, and rewards on pickup or delivery that you do in-store with no hidden fees or markups. So no matter how you shop, you'll always save big at Kroger. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Save big on your favorites with the buy five or more, save a dollar each sale. Simply buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with your card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Good morning, angels, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm your host, Lanny, or Lana, whatever you want to call me, and I'm super excited today to have Lily Racco on the pod. She is a YouTuber who I am really inspired by, and she also has her own podcast called 8020. I'm super excited to have her on, but until then, let's get into our segments. You know I love my segments, so let's do it. First off, of course, we have our weekly intention and guys, I've really been slacking on this and I've noticed a huge difference. Sorry to be TMI, but I've been a little backed up. I feel like my digestion isn't as good. Little TMI there. But I've been slacking on drinking water. I know I'm the queen of preaching to drink water, but... I've not been doing that. I've been barely drinking two guys, barely two, and it is not fun. So my goal, my weekly intention for this week is to drink more water. I want to strive for a three to three and a half liters. I learned that you don't really need more than that, but I definitely want to try get three in at minimum and see how that goes. And I think I'll feel a lot better. I think my digestion will improve. I've noticed my skin is starting to break out a little bit again. So hopefully drinking the water will just help make everything feel good. But anyways, on to the tip of the week. This corresponds with my weekly intention of wanting to drink more water, but it's to keep your water bottle with you like it's your best friend. It can be a water bottle. It can be a glass of water. It can be one of those reusable Starbucks cups, anything, a tumbler, whatever you want. Keep it with you like it's your best friend, like it's your phone attached at your hip. And make sure you have a straw in there, whether it be like a sippy lid or a straw in your glass, something. I find having a straw in my water bottle just helps me to drink so much more water and it's just so much more fun. So I like to keep my hydro flask. I have a 32 ounce hydro flask and I have, it's the wide mouth one with the straw lid. I'm obsessed with my hydro flasks. I've had it for almost a year now, but I absolutely love it. And it helps me drink a lot of water. Although clearly I've been slacking. I haven't been keeping it near me. Like it's my best friend. So make sure you drink your water and keep your water bottle or glass of water, whatever you want to keep your water in near you. Back on to what my therapist said. I know you guys missed this segment last week. I introduced Lanny Listens, but I did have therapy this week. Well, last week for you guys. And here is my little two cents from my therapist, Tamara, aka my bestie, but it is hot thought. Hot thoughts are classed as an as instant negative reactions to perceived threats or problems. Understanding them can be key to overcoming troubling thoughts that accompany depression, anxiety, and anger. 
They are irrational but powerful. The brain is designed to react to dramatic events quickly. My little two cents from my therapist, Tamar. So she said that when hot thoughts come forward, to write them down when they're occurring and why I think they're coming forward. Because I have these four hot thoughts that keep coming forward and they kind of correspond to imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is a psychological pattern in which an individual doubts their skills, talents, or accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. So this is something that I brought up to my therapist that I want to work on to kind of fine tune a little bit. I am going every two to three weeks now. So this was something that I really wanted to start to work on. I found this was something that was still kind of irritating me. And I noticed a lot of my hot thoughts were focused around my skills and abilities. And they seem to come forward whenever I'm granted with an opportunity in terms of like being interviewed or getting asked to partner with a certain brand. I feel like I don't have the skills, abilities, and tools to be able to do whatever they're asking me to do, even though I know I actually do, but I have a hot thought that comes forward. I'll actually read to you my hot thoughts. I'm going to just put myself out there. Let's do this. So these are my internal messages or hot thoughts that sometimes happens. Not deserving, not capable. It's not going to happen to me. Why would they want to support me? And these typically come forward, I've noticed, when I'm presented with an opportunity or I'm pursuing pursuing things for Lanny B Fit, my brand, etc. So what I encourage you to do if you feel like you have some constant thoughts that are coming forward, actually I touched on this a little bit in my journal prompts from last week. I believe it was for Sunday, but it had to do with thoughts, whether they be positive or negative that come up frequently, why you think they're coming up, etc. But what I want you to do and what my therapist wants me to do is when hot thoughts come forward, write down when they're occurring and why do you think they are occurring? And this can help you realize if there's a pattern um, of occurrence and the reasonings why they're coming up and when they're coming up. So for me, I've already realized that it has to do with things that I'm doing career-wise and it's correlating with my feelings of imposter syndrome. So Be aware of your thoughts if you're experiencing a lot of negative thoughts, aka hot thoughts surrounding yourself and are corresponding with moods like sadness, anxiety, anger, etc. Shame, embarrassment, you get the gist. Write them down, figure out why and how and kind of reflect on them a little bit. And if you guys have any questions about this, definitely feel free to DM me on Instagram. But Now on to my current faves. I'm super excited for these. My first is my Alexa morning routine. I discovered you can make a morning routine on your Alexa. So I have a Sonos speaker in my room and it has Alexa in it and you can make an Alexa morning routine. And so I did exactly that. Every single morning at 6.30 a.m., Justin Bieber starts playing in my room. And honestly, it saved me today when I'm recording this. It's currently Friday. And I had changed my 6.30 alarm to go for 6 a.m., but I actually set it for 6 p.m. But lucky because I had my Alexa morning routine that goes off at 6.30 a.m., I woke up this morning to Justin Bieber singing Anyone, which, not gonna lie, it was a pretty great way to wake up in the morning. But... It's super cool. You can also have Alexa read you the news, say the weather, remind you of your calendar, all different things. And you can choose whatever music you want her to play for you. 
I chose Justin Bieber and then she kind of just goes off on other songs. Yeah, it's just a really good way to wake up in the morning. It's kind of a mood booster, as Lauren Elizabeth would say. My second favorite is this new really cool app. It's called Clubhouse. The way I've been describing it to my friends that don't really know what it is and to my parents is essentially the app Discord, which is like a chat room and phone calling sort of situation app that a lot of gamers use, but for entrepreneurs and different sort of niche topics, whether it be travel, investing, health and wellness, stuff like that. It's really cool. So you need an invite to get into Clubhouse, I'm pretty sure, or like you can join. And then if someone you know is on it, they'll get notified that you're wanting to join and they can bring you on. But In short, Clubhouse is an audio-based social media app. The company describes itself as a new type of social product based on voice that allows people everywhere to to talk, tell stories, develop ideas, deepen friendships, and meet interesting new people around the world. Basically, you can jump in and out of different chats on different subjects. You can simply listen or choose to throw in your thoughts, imagine a cocktail party, or a clubhouse. So it's really cool. I've been in a room with the founder of David's Tea and Mad Radish. His name is David Siegel. I was before listening to this I was in a room with Brooke Michio and Kenzie Elizabeth and they were talking about like their strategies for growing their social media platforms and they titled it influencer chat you can even start your own rooms so it's super cool and I've been really loving it and I'm thinking about maybe doing like a live podcast sort of thing on there with my friend Lauren Barnes she's really into entrepreneurship and sustainability and I think it would be really fun to kind of start something on there and just have like a live chat forum And I highly recommend getting ahead of this new social media network trend, I guess you could say. My third and final favorite is kind of two. It's Google Calendar and Passion Planner. I'm 100% sure I've listed these as a current fave on the podcast before. But honestly, with it being a new semester, I started last week and it's a new semester. It's the winter semester and Google Calendar and my Passion Planner have been my god saviors. It's really allowed me to get myself organized for the semester with everything being online. It can be a bit overwhelming. If you guys are interested in trying out Passion Planner, you can save 10% off with my discount code. It's Alana10, A-L-L-A-N-A, then the number 10, 10. I'll have it linked in the show notes below. I really like it and it's really helping me stay sane. I normally get super anxious and overwhelmed at the beginning of a new semester. There's just a lot of things, especially in business. So I absolutely love my Google Calendar and Passion Planner. And I actually used to use iCalendar on my Mac and phone, but I switched to Google Calendar in summer 2019 because I noticed that a lot of companies use Google Calendar and I kind of wanted to adjust to using it. So those are my favorites. I hope you guys enjoyed this little intro. I'm super excited to have Lily on. I'm super excited for you guys to hear our episode together. I think it's a really great episode. I think there's a lot of tangible takeaways and make sure to also check out our mine and Lily's recording on her podcast, 8020. I'll have it linked down below. That one is also super interesting, and I think you guys would really enjoy listening to her. If you like listening to me, you'll love listening to her and her podcast. But anyways, let's bring Lily on, and I hope you guys enjoy. Hi, guys. So I'm here with Lily. Welcome to Morning Ray. Hi, Lena. Thank you for having me. Of course. So for those who don't know you, who are you? Where are you from? And what is your Zodiac sign? My name is Lily. I am from Maryland. And my Zodiac sign is Aries. 
but that's like all I know. I like don't follow like astrology at all. I know that I'm an Aries and like that's it. <laughs> I know I'm a Leo and I get along with Aries and I have a lot of Aries friends. So maybe oh, that's perfect. like why we connected. <laughs> this, so this works. This works. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. So Lily, you're most known for your YouTube channel, which currently has over 44,000 subscribers, which is incredible. How Thank and you. when did you get into YouTube? So I first started YouTube in high school. I had always been watching like, do you ever watch like Bethany Moda yeah. and like Meredith Foster, like that like group of girls that like pioneered beauty beauty guru yeah. girls you can give it just and I was always like wow that would be so cool to do that you know I got into high school and it was always something that was on my mind and I made like little videos of me on vacation and stuff like that mm -hmm. that you know maybe would get like five views and then it was my senior year of high school and I was like just having conversation with my sister and she was like why don't you just do YouTube. Like who cares what anybody thinks of it? Cause obviously, you know, you do YouTube in high school, people are going to make fun of you. Mm -hmm. Like just without a doubt, <laughs> people are going to make fun of you. And I was like, yeah, I should just do it. And so I just did. And I started and my video sucked, but you know, that's how you're supposed <laughs> yeah. to start. So yeah, I guess to answer your question was I got into it in high school and, um, you know, just slow, slow growth. And it's just kind of my thing. It's been my hobby for forever for what feels like forever anyway. Did you start with a camera or did you record from your phone? Like what did you start recording on? I started on my iPhone. Oh, yeah, I think amazing. I had like the, the six <laughs> at the time, the iPhone six. And like, if you go back and like look at the quality of those videos, which a lot of them are on private now, cause like, <laughs> but yeah, I was on my iPhone six or maybe my iPhone five, just iPhone recording. And then my older sister had one of those like big chunky DSLR cameras. Mm -hmm. And so when I would film my sit down videos, I would, <laughs> I would hook up her DSLR camera, but like it didn't have an autofocus. So like the whole videos were like a little bit fuzzy because I could never like focus it by myself because it didn't have one of those things that flipped have, up. Yeah. It just had like a back screen. So I couldn't see what I was doing and it sucked all around. <laughs> the audio sucked. It was horrible, but you have to start somewhere. Yeah. It's supposed to suck at first. Yeah. And I feel like, like they see all these people like posting like really insanely edited videos and high quality and they tend to forget where people come from and where they started and they think that they have to start there too. But that's so not the case. Like even if you scroll down on my Instagram, like I used to use the most horrendous filters. My Instagram did not always look the way that it looks now. I didn't always post the best content. And even with my YouTube too, like everyone starts somewhere and it's just important to like go with that and have the confidence behind that and just know that it's okay to change and grow and that's part of the process. Yeah, for sure. Did you start on your phone too, filming on your phone? No, so I actually, I decided to invest money into a camera, like straight off oh, the good, bat. Good for you, good for you. I had the money and I was like, I'm gonna use this as a way to motivate me. So I got the classic like Canon G7X. Mm -hmm. And Great starter camera, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I did so much research. I like debated different brands. I was like, should I get like a big camera? Like, no, I want to do vlogs. But yeah, I started with a camera, but you don't have to. Like so many people are filming on their phones and even big vloggers and big YouTubers still film on their phones. So it's totally normal. Yeah. I even film on my phone. Like if I'm, you know, like running into the grocery store, I'll just do like wide angle and then film my phone. Someone commented the other day, oh, I see you with that wide angle lens. Did you get a new camera? <laughs> it's like, no, <laughs> no, it's my phone. And they're so good now. Yeah. The cameras are so good. Yeah. I just got yeah. the 12 Pro. So I've been playing around with the camera and the wide angle is like really fun to play with. I love the wide angle. <laughs> love it. <laughs> 
so you're signed with Table Rock Management. Like, it seems to be, like, the, like, management company these days. Dude, I know. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> what was it like getting signed by them? Did they reach out to you? Did they scout you? Did you reach out to them? Tell me the tea. <laughs> the tea. Okay, so it was my freshman year of college. So it'll be, like, two years in March. And I followed, like, Gretchen Garrity forever, and I loved her. And I knew that she was signed with Table Rock. And so I have kept getting all these emails from random brands. Like I think the final straw for me was like, I got an email about a brand deal from like a refrigerator company. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't need a refrigerator, but I have no idea like how to negotiate this. Like, I don't know what I would do with a refrigerator if I got it. I don't really even know what they're asking me. You know, what am I worth? Mm -hmm. What are my videos worth? I had no idea. And I was like, also balancing full-time college at the time. And, you know, I just joined a sorority. And so I had all these other things on my plate and I was like, I need someone who can do this for me. And so going back to Gretchen, I knew that she uh, was signed with Table Rock. And so I was like, okay, I'll start there. Cause that's, you know, I follow people who are on Table Rock looks good to me. And so I reached out to them. Spencer is, I would say like the head guy there. I reached out to Spencer and he was like, yeah, we like you and let's set up a call. And so, you know, we hopped on the phone, um, just talked about what my goals are, what I, you know, would want from a management company. Um, And they do a lot more than just like brand Mm -hmm. deals. They do like, they help you with like analytics and just a lot of like backend stuff. So that's another really cool part about having a management company. But yeah, I mean, I just really wanted help with my channel essentially. And I wanted to kind of like level up. And so now, like you said, it's like Table Rock's the place to be. Like everybody's on Table Rock. It's crazy. But I think that's awesome. I feel like a whole bunch of like, even like smaller people are like people that have like blown up, like Caitlin Nolan, like she just signed with them. I'm pretty sure. I love her. She's so so cute. I love her. I actually (laughs) discovered her on TikTok, but then I was going through my DMs on my Instagram and she used to DM me. So it's kind of like the tables have turned because it was like before she started posting and she was like kind of like looking up to me and I was like, wow, now I look up to you. <laughs> Isn't that crazy how that all happens? It's such a small like social media world. Like everybody's like so connected. Yeah. I feel like especially in like the health and like wellness area, everyone knows like of everyone. Mm-hmm. Just kind of fun. It's kind of like a yeah. sorority in a way. It really is. Like I think I found you, like one of your reels popped up and you were one of I don't really remember when I started following you. Maybe it was like the summertime, but I was trying to get into more like health and wellness accounts. And then I found your reel. And then from you, I think like Caitlin too, I found all these other people. So you were like one of the ones that like pioneered my like, (laughs) you know, health and wellness following or like the people who I follow, if that makes sense. My friend Kenzie like was watching your YouTube videos and listens to your pod and she sent me your pod link one day and she was like I think you'd like this and I was like what do you mean like I was driving when she sent me the link and I started playing it in the car and I actually like my heart stopped like I got home and I played it for my parents and they were like oh no wait wait stop that's so cute yeah I was like I love this girl she's just so like positive and happy I was like I need to talk about her on my creator of the week which I don't do that segment anymore on my podcast which I should bring it back because it's fun but yeah you were like the first creator of the week I think that I did I was so touched and I was like as much as I do have a following like I think I'm still so small and I am small so for other people to find me and like talk about me is like wow for sure so 
take me through your morning routine. What does it look like? What do you do? What are your must-haves? Okay, so my morning routine recently changed. I'm getting up at 6.30, which is a huge change. Welcome to the I know, look at me. I think I need like an initiation and then I'll officially. (laughs) Anyway, uh, waking up at 6.30 and I go down, feed the dogs um, if my parents don't already, and then go for a walk with the dogs if my parents don't already. I live at home, by the way. Kind of like, I think you live at home too, right? Yeah, COVID and such. (laughs) (laughs) But make my coffee, must have as a coffee. I always like to drink at least eight ounces of water before my coffee, um, just to kind of stay hydrated, balance out that caffeine, you know, hit and then crash. And recently I've really been loving to make a green juice. So not like a smoothie, but like a mm-hmm. juice juice. And I don't have a juicer, but I make it in the Nutribullet. And then I got this little like strainer thing mm-hmm. and like the holes are really, really thin. So I I poured the juice into it or the the smoothie, I guess, at that point into it and it catches all the pulp and then it like makes it a juice. Yeah, it really works out. I'll have to send you a picture of what the strainer thing looks like because juices are so expensive, but like this little thing was like totally cheap. And so I make a little juice and I do like spinach, apple. Being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut or even with your lunches, any meal, honestly can get you into a rut, especially with a busy schedule this fall. You can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week, so there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. It's truly a no-brainer. It does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook, along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. It's never been easier. I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city, and I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient, and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50RAE50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. Uh, Ginger, lemon juice, and a cucumber. That sounds so delicious. So good. So good. I'll have to like send you a little tutorial. (laughs) And then after that, I kind of just head into my office and I start writing in my planner, figure out, you know, what's going on for the day, answer emails, do computer stuff. Yeah. And then I kind of just do that until like noon when I get hungry and then, you know, it's no longer morning. (laughs) I love that. I've never thought like could use a blender to make juice, but do you feel like the texture is like good of the juice? Like for sure. I tried it for the first time a couple days ago and I was like, this isn't going to work. I've never been like so impressed in my life. (laughs) Like this thing is like foolproof. So it's like this little circle basket thing, essentially. Kind of like a colander, but like way, way, way smaller. Like the holes in it are smaller. And then, you know, I blend it in the Nutribullet and then I put it over top of a bowl and then I pour my Nutribullet juice in or smoothie at this point because there's pulp into the bowl. And then- I have to rinse out the strainer thing like two times because the pulp, clogs you know, it, catches yeah. and stuff. Yeah, clogs it up. 
And then I pour it once, you know, all the pulp is out. I rinse out the little Nutribullet cup thing. And then I pour the now juice back into the Nutribullet. And then I pour it through the strainer one more time to catch any last pulp. And then I pour it into glasses because hmm. it's juice now. Oh, I love that. It's literally, it, it took me like, like three to five minutes. It's crazy. And so inexpensive because I know juicers can be like crazy expensive. When you bought a juicer, was it like... Like what kind did you buy? Because I was looking at them. I was like, well, I don't even know where to start. I think it's an – I don't know how to say it. A-I-C-O-K. was like – Okay. I don't know how to say that It was like either. $50 or something around there. Like That's maybe 60 Like definitely less than 100 And we have two of them because I had one when I was at school. And then my parents also had one. So it was pretty easy to use. You definitely have to wash it right away. But there's a lot of pieces. And they can't really go in the dishwasher. And if they do, it would take up a lot of space. So that's the only downfall. But I would put like a plastic bag to catch the pulp so I didn't have to really wash like the messiest part. But it was pretty easy to use. It's just loud. It's very loud. But it made really good juice. Like I never had any pulp in my celery juice. It was quick to make, just longer to clean up. So I feel like the Nutribullet yeah. might be where it's at. <laughs> yeah I, I think we should give it a try I'll send you a tutorial okay. for sure okay. <laughs> <laughs> I of course did some scoping and saw that you're very into nutrition and fitness like me yeah. were you always into it or what kind of led you to love it so much so about a year ago I was definitely at like my lowest point ever I just decided to come home from my school. I went to college in the Midwest. I'm from the East Coast of the States. But yeah, I was really just at my lowest point and, you know, doing all the college things, you know, drinking all the time, parties, eating an entire bag of goldfish for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, <laughs> only drinking coffee because that's what my friends did. And I think that there's this like a mindset that a lot of people have a very like negative mindset, but you know, oh, I'm not gonna eat anything today because I want to have a really, really good time tonight. So I'm, yeah, you know, not gonna eat anything all day, and I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna skip dinner and I'm gonna have the best night ever. And you know, you guys can fill in the blanks. I mean, just stuff like that, or like, you know, oh, I'm gonna go to the gym for you know hours on end. You should come with me. You know, I'm I'm skipping lunch today because I have to study and I'm gonna replace it all with coffee and just like all this like really, really like like diet culture, like borderline, just just really un, mm -hmm. unhealthy habits. And the summer prior to my sophomore year, I got really into Kenzie Burke. Oh, yeah. I really <laughs> – yeah, that summer, you probably – yeah, you probably – I was like one of yeah. the OGs that um, like hopped on that. I found her right before she blew up. So, yeah. Really? <laughs> and I still really like her stuff and she's, you know, kind of inspired me to like kickstart my, you know, health journey. I don't, you know, follow her – books or guides much anymore. But at the time, you know, I was like, oh, this is cool. Here are some like healthier-ish re recipes. And my parents had always, you know, been like pretty healthy people. My mom's a health coach actually mm -hmm. and health and lifestyle coach. But yeah, that's what kind of kickstarted it for me was the summer prior to, you know, that really bad semester of college. So I kind of knew in my mind what I needed to do to feel good. And I couldn't get that like living in my sorority house. So came home and then COVID hit. And then like April, I was like, I just still don't feel good. You know, I really want to start diving deeper into the foods that make me feel good, diving deeper into the movement that makes me feel good. You know, mind and body. Mm -hmm. My birthday is April 15th. And I was like, okay, after my birthday, I'm going to really, you know, because like I wanted to have fun on my birthday and whatnot in my house with my sisters, by the way, <laughs> just so everybody <laughs> couldn't go out in April. But I was like, okay, after my birthday, I'm going to just – 
you know, really focus on me. And I did. And I decided to enroll at the Institute of Integrative Nutrition in May, which if you guys aren't familiar, I don't know how familiar you are, but it's a holistic health coaching training program. So next spring, I will graduate as certified integrative health coach, which is insane. And I just feel like being able to enroll in that program and having, you know, teachers and guides and mentors and coaches giving me hundreds and hundreds of different resources has just been the most impactful thing, I think, on my health and wellness journey. And I would love to just help other people, you know, our age be okay with who they are and feel good. That's amazing. And do you feel like getting this education has really opened your eyes to all the nonsense and bullshit that diet culture throws at us, whether it be on TV, in advertisements, or on TV shows, or on Instagram and TikTok? Do you feel like it's allowed you to really be able to like kind of filter out that nonsense and realize what it really means to fuel your body and choose a healthier lifestyle and what healthy actually is? Oh, for sure. I mean, I have never felt more confident in my, you know, health and wellness journey, you know, today talking to you right now, I've, this is like the most confident I've ever felt. And I feel like every day I feel more and more confident and kind of going back to, you know, Kenzie, like we talked about, I think, you know, she was trying to just inspire people. And I think a lot of it got flipped because it's hard. It's so hard to do health and wellness alone. Mm-hmm. And if you, you know, just buy a book online um, and you just try to go at it yourself, it's hard. It is. Because you don't know, you know, I mean, if, you, you know, you're starting at like ground zero day one, you don't really know how to fuel your body the right ways. If you just open up a book and you're like, okay, this is what she did. It's not always going to work for you because all of our bodies are different. We all need different things. That's why there are so many different I don't want to use the term diets because like, you know, people are vegan and people are vegetarian and some people do paleo and there are diets like crash diets. Like I would definitely say there's ways of eating and then there's diets. Would you agree? Yes, I would. Okay. That's a better way to put it. Like for me personally, dairy just messes with my stomach. Oh, same. Like so many people are realized like oat milk. Do you do oat milk? I do almond almond milk. milk. I find oat milk is sometimes too heavy for me. Like uh, it's like more of like an occasional thing. Like it's nice to have in like a hot cappuccino, but I rather like a nut milk, almond or cashew or coconut. I find like oat and soy is a bit heavy, especially if I just want a coffee. Like I feel like it's very filling. Interesting. Okay. I like your take on that though. Cause I would say it is kind of filling. I think that's interesting that you mentioned that because that actually kind of opens my eyes a little bit to some things. Um, But anyway, back to what I was saying. So like, you know, some people can do really well with dairy. Like my boyfriend could eat an entire cheese platter and not feel a thing. And that's just because all of our bodies are wired so Mm -hmm. differently and that's okay. You know, there's no right or wrong. I mean, you know, there's definitely some wrong answers when it comes to, you know, what could be healthy versus what isn't healthy. But, um, you know, there's such a wide spectrum of what you can do for your body and that's where a lot of people get lost Mm -hmm, for sure and I feel like Kenzie she introduced me to well like I mean like I knew of it before but she's the one that like really encouraged me to try a plant-based diet and is the reason behind why I eat primarily plant-based and I'm motivated to like I have reintroduced um, fish and eggs and now I'm having a bit more chicken but 90% of my diet 
comes from fruits, vegetables, whole food. She got me to stop eating so much processed crap. But it's so important that when we see these guides or like these influencers that have like a nutrition background or not, and they're putting out nutrition guides that health and nutrition and fitness aren't like a one size fits all you can use the book as like inspiration for recipes or certain things that you can kind of trial and error but know that there's not one fix for everyone like even between my mom my sister and me like our bodies are all different my mom has Crohn's my sister has IBS we think I have IBS but even our sensitivities with that are different like I can't have dairy I can't have red meat, but my mom can. So it's so different from person to person. And there's not going to be one method that works for everyone. I totally agree. And literally word for word, what you said about your diet, that's exactly how I eat. And that's all because of Kenzie, but I feel my best doing that. And that's what works for me. But you know, if you want to eat a veggie burger because you don't really do red meat, eat a veggie burger. If you want to eat a burger because you do do red meat and you do well with it, eat the burger. Like there's no one size fits all, exactly like you said. And it's going to take so much trial and error to figure out what works for you. And I don't know, I just, I think something that's really important, especially with like New Year's, like this is the prime time for people to be like, you need a juice cleanse (laughs) and like you need to lose 15 pounds this year. My New Year's resolution is to, you know, do, I don't even know. I I don't even know what the diets right now are that are cool. I feel like it's Um, keto and always keto and I don't know why. (laughs) Dude, keto scares me. I guess people like intertwine keto and intermittent fasting. Yeah, they usually do like the two together. And like, I just think that's so insane. And your body needs carbs. Like obviously like everything in moderation, but like your body needs carbs. Like that's like your number one like energy source. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you can't only eat one thing. Yeah. (laughs) Like you need need a a healthy balance. So like, I mean, if I'm making a salad, you know, I'm going to do a lot of leafy greens. I'm going to do some avocado and some nuts on top for some healthy fats. I'm going to do a little bit of, you know, olive oil and vinegar for once again, some healthy fats. Maybe I'll add, you know, some chickpeas if I want some plant-based protein or I'll do some fish, like you said, you know, do a little fish protein, but you know, and it's trial and error and you're not going to know. I mean, you know, you can go and open up your fridge and not know what to make if you've you know, if you don't know what works for your body and what doesn't work for your body. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That kind of didn't make any sense. I'm kind of just rambling. <laughs> okay. I feel like if you listen to any of my podcast episodes, I say something for like 10 minutes. And I'm like, if that makes if sense. That makes sense. <laughs> we kind of touched on this already, but would you say that like starting a career in education and nutrition has been what you expected it to be? Is it different? Like what would you kind of give as a piece of advice for anyone who's maybe looking to pursue the same kind of education or career path that you're going after? Um, was it what I expected? I didn't know. I had literally no expectations for myself, which is like weird to admit because if you asked me like my fresh, I mean, going into my freshman year of college, I didn't know what I wanted to major in. I was like, oh, like maybe like marketing or comm or something like that. But I had really no expectations for myself. And so I kind of just, it's like I got blindfolded and then just like pushed down like a random street. And someone was like, you know, just, just figure it out. Mm -hmm. You know, don't take your blindfold off. And I'm still, I feel like I still kind of have that blindfold on because I don't necessarily know what my next thing is. But a lot of my content has been like college focused. And one thing that I really struggled with, and I opened up about this in a YouTube video a couple days ago, but one thing that I've really been struggling with is that people 
at least from my perspective, expected more college content from me. And I really wanted to take it to be more like health and wellness focused. Um, and so I said that on my channel and then all of these comments started flooding in and they were like, we don't think of you as a college YouTuber. Like I followed you for your health and wellness content. You know, I followed you because you inspired me. And it was just like this like surreal moment that like what I had, you know, they kind of knew it before I did, mm -hmm. if that makes no, sense. No, it does. If that makes sense. <laughs> We're, going back to that. We're going back to that. But yeah, so I don't really necessarily know what's next for me. Um, when I graduate from IIN in the spring, I will have a, a certification in holistic, you know, integrative health coaching, which is crazy. And I can actually start coaching people right now. I have my mid certificate, so I can take on clients if I wanted to. And that literally scares the living crap out of me. Because I don't want to, kind of like we talked about earlier, I don't want to lead people down the wrong path. And it's one thing to, you know, help yourself, but it's a whole nother thing to like coach and mentor mm -hmm. other people. So I'm going to start slow. I'm actually planning on launching my website in about a week and yeah. I'm going to have like some free resources. <laughs> yeah, so Thank you. I'm going to have some free resources on there for people that they can download. I'm going to do like a grocery list, you know, like my essentials and kind of like how to navigate the grocery store. I'm going to have one that's like a social media detox guide. And I can, I think that this episode will probably go up like after my website is launched. So mm -hmm. you guys can check it out. It's lilyreco.com. But yeah, I'm going to have a, a social media detox guide on there, which is like a, a weekend long little program where basically I just encourage people to get off their phone and like journal prompts that they can do to kind of understand how their relationship with social media has affected them. And I think a lot of people need to just hang up and hang out more often. And then my, I'm going to do like some recipes and stuff. So like a little downloadable, like breakfast, like mini cookbook. And I'm going to start there. And if, you know, people like that stuff, you know, we'll see how it goes. And I just kind of want to cater to what my followers need because I don't really know what they need, to be honest. And we'll find out. You can always ask. <laughs> so <them. laughs> I mean, sometimes I don't even think that people know what they need until, you know, they're given something and they're like, oh shit, I needed this. So I'm figuring it out. Still have that little blindfold on though. I feel like but, we're all okay. just figuring it out and that's totally okay. And as much as I know what I want to do at the same time, I don't. But that's okay. That's life. That's the whole journey, the process. But I think it's amazing and it's so exciting that you're launching your website. And yeah. I'm sure you guys would love her little social media detox. So definitely check that out, especially if you like my prompts. I'm sure you'll love Lily's as well. What would you say have been the best habits that you currently practice and have picked up on over the years? The best habits that I've picked up on? Recently, I've gotten really back into journaling. I've actually used a lot of your journal prompts. Uh -huh. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, really into journaling. Just got my new journal for 2021. It's going to be so fun. Well, I just love a new notebook. Yes. You know, just cracking it open. It feels so good. Daily movement. I didn't realize that movement could affect your mood. And I think about that a lot because if I, I guess, skip a day and like, it's totally okay to take rest days. But even if I just you know, if I just skip a day doing all the right things for my mind and my body, I feel it. I just feel funky. Yeah, I think those two are definitely the the two solid habits that have totally just like transformed my mind. I feel like it's the same for me. Journaling, I started being a lot more consistent with it this year. I want to say like early quarantine days and it has helped like make a whole 360 with 
my like mindset and how I feel in the morning and like I've challenged myself not to journal on weekends now just to try to like switch up my routine and challenge myself because I am very like OCD and routine and I have anxiety so whenever I'm thrown off my routine I feel my anxiety heightened so I guess it's kind of like exposure therapy like in a way Mm -hmm. but journaling has totally changed everything and same with working out and like today I took a rest day I really had to challenge myself to take one because I get so caught up in wanting to move every day because it does make me feel the best but I decided to just go outside get some fresh air because I didn't go outside at all yesterday it's flipping cold here in Canada like it's freezing but I went outside and I went on a walk and I didn't force myself to walk a certain distance but it still gave me like that serotonin like I got that energy boost and it just puts you in a really good headspace and you're able to perform and kind of show up for other areas in your life when you're able to take care of yourself both mentally and physically so I love that those are your two best habits Thank you. You're welcome. What would you say is your favorite way to sweat being on this topic? My favorite way to sweat is definitely spin. I never spun before, like rhythmic spin. And I went to go visit my boyfriend in Indiana and his mom was like, why don't you come to cycle bar with me? And I was like, okay, I'm kind of (laughs) scared. It was so hard. The only reason I didn't walk out of the class was because I get clipped into the bike and I couldn't get my feet out of pedals. (laughs) Otherwise I would have walked out. But afterwards, I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so good. And so I love doing spin. That's definitely my favorite. Um, You know, when I can go, I don't have a bike here. I have like a little fan wheel bike, but that's, you know, you can like push power on that, but you can't do like the rhythmic spin and like all the moves and stuff. But when I'm home, we have like a really nice little like CrossFit style home gym. So I like to lift a lot. I've really been getting into weightlifting. I love lifting and I also love spin and I miss it so much. What is one piece of advice you want to leave our listeners with? This is something that I've really been thinking about recently is that it's totally okay to not know what you're doing with your life and you can reinvent yourself as many times as you need to in order to become the best version of yourself. I love that and I feel like I've learned that especially this year. And like these past two years with transferring schools and everything and like changing friend groups and like friends and everything. I love that. And where can the listeners find you? You guys can find me on YouTube. It's just Lily Rayco on YouTube. It's L-I-L-Y-R-A-K-O-W. Or you can find me on Instagram at Lily Rayco. Once again, L-I-L-Y-R-A-K-O-W. And my podcast is called 8020. It's just eight zero and then like a little slash and then two zero like a ratio. (laughs) Well, thanks for coming on Morning Ray, Lily. It was a pleasure having you on. Thank you so much for having me. And just so you guys know, she's going to be on my podcast. So definitely (laughs) go listen to that episode and check out Lily's podcast, YouTube, Instagram. She's killing it over there. And if you like my content, you are going to fall in love with Lily and hers. So we'll see you guys next time. Bye. This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? 
When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.